This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is Dukes and Bell. We'll get back into a more Hawks conversation. All-Star break is here for our team who get some time off. There are a couple of NBA games tonight, but it's winding down, and then we'll get uh, to the All-Star game in Utah. Let's talk to our man Grant McCauley. First time this spring and uh, we're excited about the Braves as we head to Northport to talk with Grant who is our Braves insider and everybody's talking about the pitch clock so Grant I want to know what your interpretations are a guy like Spencer Strider okay I think it may affect him when you talk about pace we look at the the pitch count or the pitch clock and how long it took for him to deliver to to the plate you know with runners and scoring uh, or runners on base I think it was like 24 seconds that's a long time when you only get 15 seconds to get the, the ball to the plate. Well, there's a couple different things there, and it's interesting you brought up Spencer Strider because I spent about 20 minutes watching him throw today, and I talked to Brian Snitker after all of those combined throwing sessions, and they already have the pitch clocks out there for each and every mound that they're using in the back. So the pitchers <laughs> are going to have those right in front of them every time they throw. It's not even joked that, when they have a few less pitchers in camp after they do a couple of cuts, they may bring those things over and have them going even during PFPs, just the, the fielding practice, because they want them completely immersed in this clock so that it's not something that they're having to think about once you get to the games that matter opening day and beyond. So they're already off to the races, you know, any and all pun intended, with this pitch clock. But the thing about the 15 seconds is that's with no one on base. You get 20 seconds with a runner on base. So there is a little bit of, uh, I don't know if it's a grace period. I don't really know what we'll call that, but a discrepancy between the two. So he will have a little bit to work with, but hopefully over this next, what, five, six solid weeks and all of the exhibition games they have to play, he'll be able to, and all the Braves pitchers will be able to kind of come to terms with what that new cadence needs to be so that they just don't have to spend time on the mound worrying about that when it's time to go to work in the 2023 regular season. I know we talked a lot about the pitching side of it. I was asking Carl about the hitting side of it yesterday. All the guys who get out and adjust their batting gloves and everything else, those guys, I mean, mm-hmm. are they still going to be stepping out after every pitch? No, I mean, and you've really seen, I think, less of that over the last probably decade or so. I know we can all think about, you know, the time that certain guys took. I think David Ortiz took a long time. Nomar Garcia-Para. Other players who did not play for the Red Sox, I'm sure, took their sweet time as well. But I don't know that it's going to affect the hitters quite as much, but just everybody's going to have to be cognizant of it. And one thing Brian Snitker told me today that really kind of stuck out was, we just needed to get this thing and start doing it so that we could live it out a little bit. We can read about it all we want. You and I and, you know, the three of us can try to interpret it all we want to. 
But until you've gone out there and played it, they're not really going to know how it, exactly it feels in those game scenarios. But that is what spring training is for, among other things. Grant, let's talk about a couple of other things that are going on um, that we're all curious about, and that is obviously Chipper back with the role that he had a couple of seasons ago. He's not going to be at every game, right? Not going to be on, on, you know, in the clubhouse every night. What is his role, and, and how is this going to play out with guys at spring training for Chipper Jones? I think it's just another resource. And when you talk about someone who did the things that Chipper Jones did and who understands, uh, to, uh, to borrow the phrase from Ted Williams, the science of hitting as well as Chipper Jones does, that's nothing but a net positive. I mean, this doesn't change the dynamic of, you know, Kevin Seitzer being the regular hitting coach, but I think the understanding for the organization, for the coaching staff, they love having these guys around that can give from their knowledge base and their experience advantages to some of these hitters on the current day Braves. And I think that Chipper Jones loves being around the game, and I'm sure he's excited to get back out there and start working with guys again. His fingerprints, I believe, uh, along with others, were on the Austin Riley breakout a couple of years ago. So it's nothing, I think, but exciting for you know, the, the possibilities that it might uh, have to unfold and to unlock something perhaps in a, in a young hitter or even an experienced hitter that just gets to hear a different mind and a different viewpoint, especially one that was as polished and as cerebral as Chipper Jones. We had uh, Alex Anthopoulos on his grandma. Macaulay joins us today here, guys, on the WaitFor.com highlight, getting ready for spring training down there, about uh, the progression of Vaughn Grissom and expectations. And it was almost like he kind of tempered mm-hmm. expectations for Vaughn Grissom. So good enough, or we're going to see a little bit more RC than some people are expecting to see? I think that you just try to, you know, give everybody that's in camp the respect of saying, okay, we have an open job. And I don't think anybody is expecting it to be just handed to Vaughn Grissom while we, again, can all sit around and talk about who is the most likely candidate, what's the best-case scenario. That's going to be Vaughn Grissom. I don't think there's two ways about that. Any, any which way you want to look at it, Vaughn Grissom taking that shortstop job and running with it is what would be best for this Atlanta Braves club. And he's put in that work. I saw Vaughn this morning. You know, before the, the practice got started and just kind of joked, hey, back to work. And then I stopped myself and said, wait, you never really stopped working. You were at it all winter. And he goes, oh, you're damn right. And then he went over and started talking to Ron Washington some more because that has been his guy, his guru, to help get him to this level where he can take that next big step. But to Alex Anthopoulos' point, Brian Snitker, anybody else, Von Grissom will tell you, i got to go out there and earn that job, earn that opportunity to become that, sh- that starting shortstop, and that's what he's here in camp looking to do. What about Michael Money Harris? Uh, his approach and what he's talking about down there. I mean, he had an amazing season last year, right? One that rewarded him with a long term extension. But mm-hmm. now he's the guy. Like, you're the dude. Now there's an expectation. There wasn't last year. <laughs> he even got a street sign named after him. I mean, you know, there, was, there wasn't that last year for Michael Money Harris. What, what's his approach? Yeah, I think it, Michael is one of the, like just the coolest, calmest customers that you're going to meet. It just doesn't feel like you know, the moment, the success, the, any of the things that he experienced last year have really done much, if anything, to change him and his everyday mentality, his, his workmanlike ethic of coming in and getting things done and just continuing to you know, realize that there are ways to elevate his game. And you don't just do it by 
you know, changing something drastic. It's that everyday, you know, commitment to doing all the little things. I think Michael Harris does that as well or, or better than anybody else in this club, which is a high compliment when you consider we're talking about a 21, 22-year-old kid who just kind of exploded on the scene last year. But he plays beyond his years. His baseball acumen, obviously his defensive prowess makes him an even better player. The, the dimensions of this player, we started to see it last year, but I think that there are other levels for him to get to. And I was talking to a couple of the other you know, writers and reporters that were down here just about you know, what 2022 was for the Braves. And I said, look, if Ronald Acuna Jr. in his 120 or so games had put up Michael Harris's numbers, we would say Ronald had a pretty good season. If Michael Harris had put up Ronald's numbers from last year, you would say, okay, the rookie did all right for himself that first year. So it's kind of interesting, just the different ways you can look at the stats and finesse it a little bit. But now you come into 2023, Michael has set the bar pretty high for himself. So this sophomore season is going to be a lot of expectations on him, to your point. But he's also got other guys around him that I think it – it creates, and same thing for Von Grissom, a scenario where they don't have to just be the guy, the central player on this club, because there are a lot of really talented players and some MVP candidates up and down this lineup and all around the field. It is our man G Money, Graham McCauley, the best baseball man in town, breaking down Braves in spring training. Chipper on the steakhouse today saying, yeah, reminding folks, it's nearly three years now for uh, Mike Soroka. So what are realistic expect- expectations? Do you really feel he'll battle for that fifth spot? Yeah, I really do. And I think that last year having that opportunity to get that handful of minor league starts helped him to kind of knock off some rust and to remind himself, okay, I've, I've done all this rehab. Now I'm out here facing hitters again, and I'm back doing the thing that I wanted to be doing for so long. So I think that that was helpful for him. Uh, I think that, you know, once he gets down and, and, and to work and back in these every fifth day, you know, rotation plans that they have during the Grapefruit League, We'll start to see where Mike Soroka is this year. He told us at FanFest, no limitations on him physically. He feels as good as he ever has. It felt like a normal winter. He didn't have to spend all that time doing specific work for his leg. And obviously his arm last year, he had that little bit of inflammation to where they felt like no real reason to push him through another start or two in the minors because it became pretty apparent they weren't going to use him in the big leagues last year. And it was more about getting him back on the mound and having him ready for spring training. And I know they're excited to see him, excited to see Ian Anderson and Bryce Elder and maybe some of these other young arms show them what they can this spring to let them know that they have that pitching depth that they're going to need. Because Brian Sticker had a team meeting this morning and told all those pitchers, hey, we used nearly 30 pitchers last year. 11 of them were starters. So you guys may or may not be on the opening day roster, but you may or may not play a role before the, everything is said and done in the 2023 season. Health-wise, Grant, Grant McCauley, Braves insider for us here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. He will have you covered for the Braves all season long and including spring training. Health-wise, any, any health concerns we should be watching at this point as guys report and everything starting this week? I don't think we've really heard much of anything right now, which, knock on wood, is the best scenario that you can be in. I mean, clearly, you know, you, you have some guys that aren't going to you know, pitch this season in all likelihood with Tyler Matzik having Tommy John surgery. So he's here. He's in camp. He's beginning to work through his progressions, but it's a long road back. Uh, Wasker Noah also had Tommy John surgery, so he's another guy that I guess if you're just kind of looking for the different health stories, they are uh, the things you already expected, the things you already knew. So hopefully, no surprises. Guys can get in here, get their work done, get through a spring training healthy, and the Braves can make the decisions they need to to have the best 26 men to head to opening day. Grant, good stuff, man. We appreciate it as always. Uh, looking forward to our visits. 
and finding out more about what these guys think about the new rules that are going to mm. be in place uh, for oh, MLB. By the way, the bases look as big as a pizza box? <laughs> yeah, they do. I haven't gotten a real <laughs> up-close look at it, but even from 30 or so feet away, those are going to take some getting used to, that's for sure. All right, Grant, have a good one, man. We'll talk to you soon. Take care, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 